Welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org slash students, and we hope that this episode is helpful to you. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another Watermark Students Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Will McElroy, and with me is Jermaine hey. Harrison. Hey, Jermaine. <laughs> then we've got Kaylee Pinkerton with us. Wow. wow. Not to be confused with Kaylee Wright. She's yes. back and Let's better go. than ever. And then our student this week is uh, Abigail Shute. Is that fruit? Is it fruit? <laughs> <laughs> I could not remember your last name. Jermaine Oh my gosh. <laughs> What's your last name? Shot. 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 What did I say? Shroot? Abigail Shroot. Wait, what's your... So what is Shot. 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 S-C-H-O-P-T. Shot. Okay. And then our student this week is Abigail Schott. And what school do you go to, Abigail? I am a senior at Highland Park. Senior at Highland Park. Let's go. Go Scotties. Go Scotties. Scotties find a way. (laughs) Okay, so uh, before we get into our topic today, we always introduce an icebreaker. And our icebreaker this week, I know it's Thanksgiving, and there's obviously a lot to be thankful for. Family, friends, church, everything. But I really want to know what you're not thankful for. Mm. Well, I am thankful for lots of things. One of them is that Kaylee's married and yeah. she's mm-hmm. Kaylee Pinkerton and she's on the podcast. Thankful that Abigail's here and Will, also glad that you're uh, here as well. Uh. We're <laughs> thankful but, you're here too, Jermaine. The thing that I'm least thankful for right now is the unwritten rules about when and how holidays, specifically Thanksgiving and Christmas, should be played out. Like oh, for that's, some yeah. people, like when to put up lights, yeah, and like when, when you music, can put up lights, music, when yeah. you can play Christmas music. Like everyone has a different opinion, and their opinion yeah. is usually like, "Why would you not believe this?" So, if uh, you're president, Jermaine, are you going to like enact a, <laughs> a law that's like? Do whatever you solve the problem. Freedom, do whatever you do want. Because <laughs> if if I had it my way, my Christmas lights would already be up. I'd be listening to Christmas wow. music and be experiencing joy. Um, but I I don't. My wife okay. will not allow it. Oh wow! Tough. You hate <sighs> to see it. <laughs> Dang. So well, there you go. Well, the thing I'm least thankful for is this really big dilemma I'm in right now. Kind of as the seasons are changing, it was hot. Now it's cold. Mm. But there's some days that it's like. It's hot and cold in the same day. And so I drink coffee every day. And the thing I'm least thankful for is that decision I have to make at the coffee shop. Am I going to get iced or uh, am I going to get cold? Yeah. <laughs> it tears me apart. And it really does. Same and like, with sweaters and like yes, apron like, sweater. How do I dress not? today? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be hot? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be cold? And so we're in this weird season that... I'm kind of I'm kind of unthankful for it because it puts me in a tough place. Kaylee, Kaylee's like, do I want an IVL or just a VL? <laughs> yeah, vanilla latte. Important. Mm. Um, I think what I am not thankful for right now is all the Taylor Swift haters out there. Ooh, oh, this is waiting. bad. What are we hating her for? <laughs> Her music, but oh. I'm just like she's bringing back the old Taylor, and yeah. they're still hating. Okay. You I mean, like because she's like re-recording her old songs, and people don't like it. Is that what you're saying? No, just like the people that don't like just her. Just like need her to wake yeah. up and choose violence. Uh, yeah, gotcha. It's gotcha. unnecessary. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Taylor fan, but I, I, I see Thank what you're you. saying. Okay. That's a good one, Abigail. That is good. That is good. <laughs> what about you, uh, Will? Yeah. So I, 
allow me to go on a little bit for a second. Oh, I gosh. am not <laughs> thankful for daylight saving time. Or are, are we in standard <laughs> time? I don't even know. It's dark at 5.30. I looked at our New Yorkers. It gets dark at 4.40. Yeah. It gets dark so early. And everyone tells me, Will, it's for the farmers. It's for the farmers. <laughs> Where are the farmers? Do they <laughs> On go their to, farms. Do they go to bed at 6 p.m.? <laughs> Why is it so dark so early? I want to go home and be able to go for like a walk outside, but it's dark. Mm. I go to bed at 7 p.m. now. Yeah, just, it's just so dark. You got to so go to bed. Dark. So I'm tired of it. Mm. That'll preach. Uh, it is for the farmers. I don't know the rest of the reasoning, but I have heard that as well. If there's any farmers <laughs> out here listening to this, farmers. we'd love some farmers, feedback. Only, only people who aren't farmers tells me it's for the farmers. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard a farmer say, like, thank, I'm thankful for this time change. Wow. That's wow. a good answer. And I truly don't know how to transition to our, our actual topic. So from farmers to the real topic, thank you for that awesome icebreaker question, Will. It has Jermaine oh, healing man. over and Lobster, which is always a good sign. So good job. Uh, But today we're not talking about farmers. We're going to be talking about something different. And instead we're going to be talking about how can we make the most of our words and just specifically how should teenagers navigate gossip that can so easily become a part of daily conversation. So Abigail is going to be here. Thank you, one, for being here and being willing to kind of talk about this with us and share um, from your perspective, just um, what gossip looks like in your life and how the Lord's helped you like navigate this conversation. And so to start, Abigail, we'd love to just like, how would you define gossip? Let's let's start with a definition. I think I would define gossip as talking about people behind their back in a negative way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's helpful for us. You said in a negative way. Do you guys mm-hmm. think that gossip, you can be talking about someone positively? Like, is that gossip as well? Or is does it gossip have to be negative? For me, generally speaking, no. I'm sure it's possible, but I, I can't say I love Jermaine and like... Behind my back. Behind your back. And him, like, I don't think he'd be mad about that, you know? like <laughs> That's not gossip. It's, yeah. it's, it's not encouragement. Gossip. Yeah. And yeah. so um, I do think, though, and you guys can uh, tell me if you agree with this. I, I think gossip can sometimes be true, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, for example, like if we're going back to middle school and Kaylee tells me she likes a boy and... I go around and telling everyone like, hey, did y'all know Kaylee has a crush on this guy? Like, that's true, but it's hurtful. Yeah. And I said it with like mm-hmm. a hurtful and derogatory intent, like yeah. Abigail was saying. Yeah. yeah. Or breaking of trust mm-hmm. you yeah. know, with Kaylee. Like she yeah. didn't tell you and you can tell everyone else mm-hmm. what I just told you. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's really good. And and a helpful distinguisher just kind of as we have this conversation. So thanks for that, Abigail. Do you feel like gossip is a common struggle for teenagers? And like, what do you feel like it it looks like on a day-to-day basis? Mm -hmm. I would say it is a big struggle among teenagers. I think a lot of times it's used as a common ground in conversation and just something that everyone can take part in and it feels comfortable to a lot of people just because it's what everyone else is doing. And so- um, I think it's kind of a chain effect in a way. Like if one person's gossiping, it's just going to turn into mm-hmm. a whole um, ordeal. But I think in a way that I've seen it in my friends or in my life, just it can take forms of ranting or, mm-hmm. oh, I need to process this or even just asking for advice. I think we can cover it up and justify it um, mm-hmm. by saying that it's something else. Yeah. And- yeah. Or the or the typical Christian, I have a prayer request <laughs> and and then really what you're doing is sharing information that you probably shouldn't be sharing mm-hmm. because you want That's other people. So true. To yeah. Know. yeah. <laughs> a, a side question here. You mentioned asking for advice and like that mm-hmm. can really be gossiping, but 
When is it okay to bring other people into a situation and genuinely you're like seeking advice? Like, uh, does that make sense? Yeah. The question? Yeah. yeah. I, I think um, it kind of even goes with the definition of what gossip is. And I think it all goes back to your motive of why are you sharing the information? Because mm-hmm. I think if you genuinely have a problem or an issue that you know, by yourself, you're like, man, I can't figure this out or I don't know if this is the best way to um, to respond and I want to seek wise counsel. Obviously, it would be wise for you to seek advice from someone that you trust that has experience with whatever you're going through and you'd probably have to share some, some more of the details with that person. But mm-hmm. the goal in sharing is to come to a, a conclusion, a resolution to bring peace. Whereas I think the motive behind gossip is I want to make this person look bad. I want to make myself look good. I want people to view me a certain way. The The motivation of gossip is is definitely selfish. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're seeking wise counsel, like the motivation is honestly selfless. Like, hey, how do I respond in a way that I think honors the Lord? So mm-hmm. totally. It's a slippery slope. And I think we have yeah. to be really mindful of how quickly um, seeking advice or talking about a scenario can turn into gossip. And mm. so I'm really glad you asked that, but it is, we have to be really careful and I think be really prayerful in how we go about seeking mm. advice in a way that honors the situation, honors those that we're talking about. And I think the first thing is just um, start small in who you're talking with. Like don't bring this to your group text initially, take it to mm-hmm. someone you trust and whose opinion you value and then also be really mindful about what you share. Do you need to share names? Do you need to share specific mm-hmm. things? Or can you start with a general update of what's going on in a way that preserves and honors the situation or the people involved and doesn't instantly turn to gossip? So there's small ways that we can go about seeking advice while navigating how to not instantly get to gossip. Um, mm-hmm. But but it's tricky. And I think that's where we have to be really prayerful and, and cautious and also humble and be like, I maybe am not going to do it right every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so kind of um, going back to you, Abigail, how have you seen gossip or rumors or just the power of words affect you and your friends um, in mm-hmm. high school? I think gossip is just, it leads to hurt because it is hurtful. And um, I think it breaks relationships. And um, I think a bi- the biggest way it does that is it breaks trust. And I have seen this in my friends, unfortunately. And I think it's just led to a lot of hard conversations and um, a break of trust is a big one. And I always go back to Proverbs 16, 28, which says a perverse person stirs up conflict and a gossip separates close friends, which I think is true. Um, And I think in the Christian bubble and culture, like I think it can be tolerated um, and minimized to um, an extent to where We kind of make it a lesser sin. It's like a respectable Mm -hmm. sin. Yes, yes. And so I think that's even a little scarier just because I think it is something that people go to a lot. And I think it can taint perspectives of Mm -hmm. people also. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that you referenced um, Proverbs 16, 28, because the Proverbs are just rich and full of warnings of how we use our words because it's so important and it's something that that affects every single one of us every single day. What we say, how we say it, when we say it, to whom we say it. Another verse that I that I um thought of when you were talking about Proverbs 16, 28 is Proverbs eleven thirteen. And it says a gossip betrays a confidence, 
but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. And so the idea there kind of relates to what you're saying of attainting the perspective of others and breaking relationships. Like that's that's what gossip does. We think it's going to bring camaraderie. We think mm-hmm. it's going to bring fun. We think it's going to bring unity. But really what it does is is destroy healthy relationships. Yeah. And the enemy wants us to think that if we share this piece of information, if we share this circumstance and that it's going to help move the ball down the field, but really it's 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 hurting all of our relationships that we're um, bringing into that mm-hmm. gossip scenario. So yeah, yeah, that's really good. And when I hear that, I'm like, those are all great reasons to not gossip, right? Yeah. Those that It's hurtful, it's harmful, it breaks trust, it taints your perspective of others, and yet we all do it. Each one of us um, struggles with this in varying degrees. And so if gossip is so harmful for all the reasons we just said and more, why do we still participate in it? Why is it so common? What do you guys think? I would say, like I was saying earlier, it is just a common ground and it's a way that we can feel a part of things. And... It's just comfortable in a lot of situations. And I also think it's just a way that we can build ourselves up. And I think a lot of times when I evaluate my motives behind why I'm gossiping, it's a lot of the times like a selfish motive. And I think when we like let gossip into our life and when we let it win, I think we're letting a lot of other sins win too, whether that be jealousy or comparison. So that's all facts. Yeah. And I agree with that. And I, and I think as well, the other um, aspects of gossip that even though we know it's harmful, while we still love doing it or it's so easy to do is because it feels good. Yeah. yeah. Like it feels good to be the person that has all of the information, this like secret insider info, or it feels good to be on the receiving end. Like, oh, I know something that the majority of people don't know. Of course, I want to know this or hear this. And so I think that's a part of its allure that it feels really good. And obviously, just because something feels good doesn't make it right. And then the other thing that I think about it being harmful, but we still participate in it, is that it's just lazy conversation. And what I mean by that is it's easy to just walk into a social context like with your friends or hanging out and for the the, the conversation to unintentionally, but end up in a gossip, a gossiping about someone or about a situation. Whereas if you were intentional beforehand of like, man, these are the group of people that I'm hanging out with. This would be a good question to ask or a good question to come up with. That's being intentional. That's being proactive, where I think a lot of gossip, honestly, we fall into it because we've been lazy to not think about how we're going to you know, guide our conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really good. It is lazy conversation. It feels good and it's really tolerated. And so um, when we have that kind of recipe, I think as believers, we really have to be mindful of how are we going about navigating this? How are we going about fighting this? But um, like we've all kind of alluded to, we have not done this perfectly. And so Abigail would love to hear if you're willing, do you have an example, a personal story where you were affected by gossip or maybe you were even the one participating in the gossip that you'd be willing to share with us? Yeah, I think freshman year was just kind of the biggest year of where gossip just reached in my life. I transferred schools going into high school. And so I think what we were talking about earlier of just it being comfortable, like just out of insecurity, that was something I kind of um, just grabbed onto and just partook in because it was kind of a way to be a part of things. And I think the biggest way that it hurt me just looking back is like I let myself believe all these lies about people um, and it kind of misconstrued perspectives of people. And 
I look back and if I hadn't like found freedom from that, I think I would have not been friends with a lot of people now just because of the judgment that I built up. Um, And yeah, so I think that's just another way like we really can have change of perspectives of people if we let ourselves. Um, and so, yeah, that's such a good example. I know for me personally, there's multiple occasions, unfortunately, in which I've screenshot texts that I've gotten <laughs> from people mm. and I've sent them to other people or I thought I was sending them to other people trying to just instantly spread information that I wasn't supposed to. And I got caught and the awkward conversations I had to have where I had no choice, but to own it. Um, it's, it's painful. Those, mm. those are painful moments. Yes. And to, to continue on the cringe, um, one time when I was in graduate school, in seminary of all places, I was talking negatively about someone behind their back while at work in the book center on campus. Come to find out that person was in the book center and heard the entirety of my conversation. And when I like came around the corner, there she was. And I was confronted with that mm. scenario where there's no hiding. There's yeah. no like saying, yeah. well, what I meant was... Was like you she heard everything I said <laughs> so that was just really really tough but I love what you said um Abigail you you look back now on your freshman year and you go man there were so many people who I had a tainted perspective of because of what other people said yeah and I, I want to say like specifically to the audience like hey if you are acting in a certain way towards a person based on what other people have said that maybe you should do your own homework. Maybe you should get to know that person. Maybe you should uh, not just take the all the, the rumors or the things that have said about that person um, at face value, but but research it for yourself because you might be missing out on a, a a deep friendship, a true well um, of of life and joy in your own life. Just like Abigail is getting to experience now, but she missed out on somewhat because she believed what other people said um, about people. Yeah, so. that, that's so good. And I think we we share those stories and we share those experiences not to glorify the things that we've done or to make light of them, but to try to humbly acknowledge, like we've been saying, that this is something that we all struggle with and something that we as believers have been ha- have had to take to the Lord and have had to consider how we can honor Him with that. And so with that in mind, would love to hear what are some verses, Abigail, that help you think through the power of words and how we can fight gossip? Yeah, so I think one that's pretty popular is Ephesians 4.29, and it says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. And Kaylee, this is something that you told me one time, but just the mindset of like when you encounter someone, just leaving them better than they, when you found them. And I think that's just such a good mindset to have in high school, which I think can be, it's easy to complain when you talk to people. And so I think just the idea of like, I'm going to go build this person up and um, make their day in a way. And so that's one. And then another one is James three. It talks about the tongue and it says that the tongue is a fire, um, a world of unrighteousness. No human being can tame the tongue. With it, we bless our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. And so I think that as I was reading it last night, it's just very convicting. But just talking about how we can't do both, mm-hmm. and um, it just shows the power of our words um, and that they can be evil. Um, and so I also think just being able to pray that the Lord would give us. Um, just the strength to guide our words and um, 
be careful with them and be slow to speak um, because it says that we can't do it on our own. And so that's one verse that I think is really important. Preach. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah. Romans one twenty nine. It's Paul here is describing just the actions of unbelievers, people who don't know God, and he says they are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. It goes on and just says foolish, faithless, and it goes on and on. And I think earlier we mentioned that gossip is one of those respectable sins, but mm-hmm. here in this verse, it, like it lumps murder in there, it mo- like lumps uh, strife and deceit and all these things that we tend to think of more serious as gossip and it says no like they're all the same yeah. and so just understanding the gravity of gossip mm-hmm. and the weight of what the harm it causes it just helps me want to avoid it yeah yeah that i love the picture that comes to my mind when you read that verse from um james mm-hmm. 3 abigail of basically the idea is you can't you don't expect that when you go up to a water fountain that you, you know, like you press the button if you're on the playground or wherever, and who knows if the water is going to be fresh or if it's going to be really salty. Like one's going to be really refreshing and helpful to you, and one's going to be, it, it won't taste great and it won't help you at all. Or like, you know, a more modern example is if you, you're going to the store and you're buying a bottle of water, Dasani or whatever your favorite water bottle kind <laughs> is, and, you know, who knows if when you open that thing that you've purchased, if it's going to be really fresh or if it's going to be salty. Like, if that was the case, like people would stop buying that that brand of water or they would stop going to those fountains. And I love that analogy of like, that's so logical that that shouldn't be the case. But yet still in our own lives and with our words, we in on one day like are so encouraging. And then in that very same day of like, did you hear what happened to or and it's like. That that is an illogical way to live our lives, and I love that you know James challenges us to to not be like that because it's it's not fruitful. Yeah, that's really good. Well, Abigail would love to hear just kind of as we wrap up the podcast. If you have one final thought that you get to share in terms of gossip or rumors or the power of our words, mm-hmm. what's one final thing you would encourage those listening to um, in regards to this topic? I think kind of what I was saying earlier, but just praying for strength because I think gossip, especially in high school, um, is really, really hard and it's awkward to not take part in it and it just can be difficult not to. And so I think um, just praying that the Lord would give you strength, that's something that I just want to continue to do is just pray that the Lord would guard my mouth and that he would guide my words um, and allow me to be just slow speaking. Yeah. And um, I there's a verse, Proverbs 141, 3, that says, Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. And I think that's just such a good prayer in and yeah. of itself. So, yeah. I love that. It's countercultural to not gossip. And mm-hmm. so, as believers, we are trying to live a countercultural life that honors God and doesn't conform to the world. And so, we need the Lord to yeah. help us stand firm, to walk away, to change conversation, whatever it may be, because it is not the norm to resist mm-hmm. gossip or to not spread rumors. So I love that you said that. And I think that's an awesome prayer um, in verse to reference. I hope that if you're listening, that you were encouraged by Abigail and just uh, her story and thoughts on gossip. And uh, if, if you're listening, something I want you to ask yourself and just pray is just ask God, hey, where do I gossip? Where do I slander and cause deceit and hurt in other people's lives? Because I think, as we said, it's a respectable sin that often goes unnoticed. And so I would just encourage you to pray and ask God to show you uh, where, where he can gossip 
gossip less and start loving more. Um, mm-hmm. So, but uh, hey, this is a wrap. I uh, hope you enjoyed another episode of the Watermark Students Podcast. If you have any questions, uh, feel free to send them to us on Instagram at Shoreline Dallas, and uh, maybe we'll talk about it. So, Abigail, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you. Hey, the hey. last episode of the season finished off strong. <laughs> see thank you, you later, so much. Season four. Hey, we'll see you in 2022, Lord willing. Let's go. Wow. Have a great months of worship. Hag- yes. Hagmau. <laughs> something, like, something like that. Hagmau for we'll sure. We'll see y'all. See ya.